Pickled or just pickle? Pickled. I don't know. Maybe you take the D off. Pickled gypsies? You don't like pickled gypsies? No. <laughs> what about rainforest gypsies? I was thinking maybe you combine that, but it's a lot of syllables. Cheetah gypsy? <laughs> gypsy cheetah. <laughs> you sound crazy right now. <laughs> just saying these random things. You're just saying words right now. Cheetah pickle. <laughs> gypsy, gypsy rainforest? Rainforest cheetah pickle. Dust? <laughs> Bathtub. Dragging? Rainforest, cheetah pickle, cars, <laughs> dust, dragging, bathtub. Five. Five. <laughs> uh, and that's our podcast. <laughs> But anyway, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey fans. Episode five eight. Big five eight. Oof. Today we're we're fast and loose. Fast, fast and <laughs> no loose. Structure. A uh, little bit of structure. Randy doesn't really know what he knows what we're doing. We don't doesn't really know what we're what we're getting. <laughs> he just put headphones we're on into. Me and said talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going Forced on. Forced him down here. <laughs> um, so we're gonna do some stuff today. We're gonna. Have some takes. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah. There, there might be hot takes. There might be cold takes. I'm not even really sure what the difference between that is at this point. Because I feel like people use those Polar- in- interchangeably. Polarizing take. That's all you really yeah, mean. Yeah, that's really. I guess yeah. that's really what it is. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. I'll make some, some bold statements. It might not be that. It might just be good discussion anyway. But we'll see where we get. Yeah. Um, It's just. And, and the way I look at it, too, is this is stuff that you could just take to anybody, like have a conversation with anybody about, which I think is a a cool thing, something we've talked about that I think both of us have gotten a lot out of doing this. It's just like then the ability to hold a pretty unique conversation with somebody about things that like you didn't we haven't we didn't think about before. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the aim there. And then we're going to do uh, throw it back to episode two, I think. Um, random band name, or I guess band name showdown. So one of my band names, which you're actually going to choose from my list. I want you to choose one that you like. To, to put up against the random? Exactly. Okay. Um, and we're going to decide what the genre is so that we can give the the random one and the chat GPT one some context so that, you know, it all comes together. It's not like, it's not like so random that, yeah, because that wouldn't really be fair. <laughs> We need like some direction of sure, like, yeah. what you'd expect, and then I uh, would do an artist spotlight. We haven't done in a while, um, and someone I've been listening to a lot that I wasn't going to talk about, or I've talked about a little bit before, but it was when Parker was here, um, and I was pl- just had him playing in the background, and he was like, "Who is that?" <coughs> Send me all of their songs that you like. Wow. Um, wow. And I was just like, okay, it's I really just captured him. Yeah, I just feel like that was the sign that it, I want to talk about them a bit more. Yeah, sure. So here we go. Let's do it. Dude. Let's freaking go. All right, these takes, questions, debates, statements, whatever they end up being, <laughs> you'll you'll understand why I'm saying that. Is some of them coming from inspiration from like Reddit? Like, just Reddit threads and ran- random things of, like, here's what people sometimes say. And others which just kind of popped in my mind. And I'm like, let's let's put them down. So, first one, Randy, 
it will, and we'll see. Some of them might not be anything. Some of them might be mm-hmm. interesting. In your opinion, covers, just a cover of a song, are what percent better of the time than the original song? Oh, that's a hard question. Thanks. Pro- I mean, like, uh, probably not that often. 30% of the time. Okay. Maybe. Because I'm trying to think of all the bad covers. That yeah. Just no one really talks about as much. There's or... way more bad covers than there are yeah. good covers for sure. And that's actually maybe higher than I thought you were even going to say. Yeah, probably. So obviously. Probably lower. So subjective. Well, also, I... like, what am I including? Am I including just the notable ones that got some fame? Yeah, I'm thinking about it as the, like, almost generally agreed upon. Okay. Because I like think... just any dipshit that gets on YouTube and tries Yeah, because to... certainly... Certainly someone can, can <laughs> certainly someone can cover a song on YouTube and you like that more because they they no, I don't know, spun it yeah. so that it fits what you like more than the original song. I don't know if that really counts. It's like let's think about it more of when like people are generally Yeah. Like generally agreed upon if I were to present you ten songs it's and like, their covers. Three of them where you're like, all right. Yeah, because like, especially if you're covering super classic ones, like it's hard to even, you know, like I, like I can think of probably three or four off the top of my head that are good ones, but like outside of that, you know, yeah, it would probably take me some digging. Yeah, I think it's like maximum three there, just because the concept is pretty. I don't know. It's pretty out there to be like, this person remade your song but just better than you made it you know like thinking if you're the artist like that can't happen that much at least in my opinion thinking this person had to get somewhere to like get the song out yeah like they they, obviously they had that talent um but it, it might just come down to some here's this random mediocre song that somebody was like okay let me take this somewhere right and actually you know improves it yeah significantly. that probably happens a lot too because there's like there's definitely been songs that i learn or covers later that yeah i had no idea yeah yeah, yeah. and then i listen to the original i'm like ah but i love this one so much that like it's almost like that one doesn't even exist yeah you know yeah that happens too yeah and how many are in there that are like i'm thinking remember that <laughs> that when you played heart-shaped box by amber mark for me yeah the same week that i was listening to heart-shaped box cover by the glass animals mm-hmm where see, that's the case where I'd pick both of those over the original based on I remember the glass animals one. Um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, there's nothing. I don't even know how to describe, describe it. it. Yeah. But like I'd pick both of those over the original based on just like preference and style. But then uh, someone would probably fight me to the death saying there's no way it was like, better than it's going to be better than the, the original. Yeah. Probably because they like the lyric part of it too. It's like it's such a unique, I don't know. Yeah. Like like that just concept. Yeah. And like edgy, all that kind of stuff. Right. So like I feel like people that really put value on that and just love Nirvana yeah. so much are gonna try. Yeah, to they're do always like gonna whatever. Right, but I but guess I think Aaron Marks is more like playable. Like I think just yeah. like more people are gonna vibe to it. That's the thing is like I guess maybe the question is better or just more nuanced to it would be. Without them knowing any context about and like any of the artists who do it, it's just strictly from a. You don't tell them the artists, 
or anything. You just play. Here's the original. Here's the cover. Like mm-hmm. someone making that judgment. Yeah. If it's uh, better or not. Yeah, I think 30% maximum. I think it's probably more likely to be like 10, 20%. 10 to 20. Um, I agree. It's probably not that often. Yeah. But interesting. I wonder if it's the same for remixes. Probably not. It's, it's so easy to remix. No and there's just so many bad ones that or it's it's, it's going to bring that, that yeah. number down a lot. Right. But I think remixes come in to that, like, here was a mediocre song that somebody managed yeah. to turn into something really interesting. Right. Because you can, I think you can only cover something, you can only shift something so much in a cover. Because in a remix can just completely change something because that's kind of the point. Like, yeah. you removed maybe everything but the voice mm-hmm. and changed it up. Um, but I was thinking more specifically for covers. Yeah. In the question. That's a that's an interesting one. Never really thought about that. I hadn't either. Yeah. Yeah. And they're everywhere. And a lot. And most of the time, they're not trying to be better. No, and, it's you know, usually if it's an appreciation. Exactly. Thing, I think. But sometimes, like, it's just the reality. Yeah. Of, like some artists, especially if they're like an up and coming starter artist, who's like those are the ones I feel bad for, where somebody takes like somebody's that's like just not that big of one yeah and covers it or remixes it and just you know pulls it all the way up but i guess like you have to get rights to that kind of stuff too yeah like uh i know rihanna did that with the tame impala song mm. i learned about the other day I had no idea right interesting yeah yeah it'll be we should do honestly we should do another covers episode i actually really enjoyed like finding some sh- yeah and then sharing them mm-hmm it's like it's just an interesting conversation. I think. Which one was the one Carly sent us that was like pretty much exactly the same as the original? It was, it was a piping hot yam submission. I think. Was it? I think so, and it was, I think for once in my life, Stevie Wonder. That's right. And it was, it was Noah Cyrus. Noah Cyrus. Yeah, and, just, and, and we were just covered it. And, and it we was, were just like, yeah. what is? Where is this gonna go? Like, and it, it didn't really end up going anywhere. No. Um, and not that we're like it's bad it's just it couldn't compare it was not one where we would ever pick it over over the original yeah what a bold uh carly if you're listening what a bold submission really was yeah yeah i remember your face when i said it i was nervous because i didn't know anything about Noah yeah Harris. yeah right right Pre- there may be those preconceived notions yeah, of, like, about, maybe of, a of, what it, of what it might sound like because <laughs> yeah. didn't she date or dates Lil well, the, the person or you're something. still supposed to listen to, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I obviously need to listen to Lil Xan still. You do, yeah. All right. Bear play on that question or statement. See, <laughs> you see, it's like it's not a question. You're just filling in the blank on some of them. Yeah. All right, here's the next one. <laughs> and, and it's kind of like I'll, exp- I'll say it and then maybe the like a follow-up. So there's more context. So original question. Has pop music, you know, at the time through the decades, like just whatever was considered pop at the time, has it always kind of been trash? So AKA, because we might have a different opinion now, but would the people of their time say that the pop music that they listened to like on a daily basis was also kind of bad in the same way in the same way that we say that about pop music now as in okay so you have to make a distinguish but is it the older generation saying that pop music is bad or is it the current the generation of the people that are that pop music is directed at 
members of that current generation yes, like us i don't like this like how we say we don't like we think the quality and because if you think about it pop music basically has always been a cash grab and it has just gotten worse with that like you know when let's say for 70s or something i'm sure there were aspects of it that were cash grab there were certain aspects of the music that people found out were like here's what's hitting and let's run with it yeah but now i think it's very obvious like morgan wallen putting 808s on his country music. like there's just certain things that are like man that's just kind of trash like the, yeah. like that we would say now and i was just thinking like what our parents or you know past generations or whatever age groups even in the 90s and the 80s whatever the people that listen to their pop music at the time share have that same opinion of like eh, this yeah this is for sure yeah my, my uncle jimmy's like that where it with you know pretty much like a lot of like very popular rock music yeah later in the 70s and yeah He's just like it's all garbage, like Foreigner and Journey. He's just like my Those mom's are same garbage way. bands. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's like there's that. Probably that wasn't happening. I would imagine like really anytime before the '60s, maybe or even through the '60s. You know? Yeah. Like because it was it was so experimental and new and yeah. like new edgier artists were emerging because there was like kind of the cultural shift was kind of starting to happen. Yeah. So like in that regard. Probably pop music was more rebellious for kids, you know, than it, like, then, then after that, then you get the like, all right, like people capitalize on the disco craze. Yeah. Yeah. 80s, everybody says was like the worst decade for music ever. And <laughs> so like, there's all that stuff. Yeah. So probably not until then, I'd imagine like not until the seventies that, that didn't happen. And do, do people say it because, do they say it because they heard it too much and it was just like. It was always on and that made it annoying or because they actually believed like your uncle, for for example, that like just what those bands and groups were making was yeah. just trash. Like it was just yeah not good. Well, because there's you're probably not running across too much of hearing it all the time. Maybe I guess because you're, you're like you have a radio station like yeah. kind of whatever. But yeah. Like. I don't know, like <sighs> you probably just weren't you weren't getting that many repeats of it. I would think, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. Do you think that, do you think they're, they're just getting sick of it? I think, I think a, it's just a deviation. It's just like, okay, like maybe this is like, this has now gotten too corporatized and like clear, like it's very clear, like what this is aimed at and stuff. Yeah. Like, that could happen. And like, you get all the angst and angry rock and like screw the man coming. Yeah. Like probably around there is when people are like, fuck the mainstream, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause I think this was one of the ones that I read. It was just like, like in some sense, it wasn't exactly like this, but in some sense, like pop music is kind of bad just depending on who you are and how you're looking at it at at any, any generation somewhat. I think you're right about like maybe before the sixties, like I'm thinking there was the Beatles, which was the pop at the time. But like before that, I don't think there was really like a clear, like things were obviously shifted immensely especially with like technology and the way that people started being able to play everything as much as they could um but i just it's like i think we are really good at looking back at past generations and decades of music and finding the best parts of any of the decades 
but that's because we can cherry pick it so easily. Yeah. And the people back then, the generally other than having your records and depending on you know the timing, maybe yeah, CDs tapes, and stuff yeah, and tapes. Kind of stuff, yeah. Um, but like there was no. Like you got what you got, and that is probably. I could see that being a reason why you just be like, "I'm so tired of this, and this is trash, whatever." Yeah. Um. Versus now, where we can decide to if not hear the pop, on demand, yeah, but right. we also know how much of a cash grab, like so much of it is that we're just like not even gonna give it a try. Yeah. So I, I think it this I think it shares the same idea. That people believe that it was trashy, but in different ways because of just like how we consume it. Yeah, right. I guess that's probably how I would think about it. Hmm. That makes sense. So there's like a different version of. Yeah, a different version of thinking be, that it's yeah, bad. That it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tricky one because it's like, what is pop music in like the 40s? And pop music is supposed to be what's good. And that's the funny thing. Yeah. It's like, and that's probably what it was. And and just it feels like it's changed so much. Yeah. But in reality, would other people from other generations say, no, it was always like it was supposed to be what's good, but it never really was. I don't know, dude. I think, too, though, like we're probably like even though we explore new stuff within our genre, like we're pretty tied to. Like, we're pretty solid in, like, what we like now. We're kind of, like, missing out on that window to kind of take pop music in, like, objectively almost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Probably. Probably. We've, like, pushed it away for sure. Yeah. 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 Like, we probably, we don't really have a radar for, like, what are the better ones in the top ten, you know? No. Because, def- like, when we went and listened not. to it, it's, like, Bad Habit, when we put that on, Steve Lacey song it's like that's a great song and it's like that's a super popular song for a lot of people so it's like you know we might just be too stuck on our ways to <laughs> like true. actually see the, that pop music is mostly good music and we yeah. just focus on all the bad shit just to like reaffirm our point that pop music is bullshit that is definitely true that, <laughs> that we need to what we need to deal with yeah and there is a I, there's a silver lining in that good songs just rise to the top mm-hmm a lot of the time but it's hard to get past the let's say let's just say it's a a third i feel like that's generous but let's just say it's a third of the top 100 charts are cash grab like very obvious cash grabs it's hard to just get past that yeah you know not that we can't enjoy the other stuff but just to be like it's like poisoned you know the top 100 feels poisoned by that and then instead let's Let's ignore it all together. Right. So I fully agree that we, yeah. we haven't really um, given it that shot. But then when there's certain yeah. artists that keep popping up, I'm like, I don't, like, I'm not even like not interested at all. Like I might consider this kind of trash and not even going to deal with it. Like yeah. not even going to entertain it. Right. I don't know. I hear you. I think I also still like treat it the same way I did. Like when you couldn't get away from it, you know, where it's just like. I don't think of it in terms of, yeah. well, I could just skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like the radio where you're just locked into, like, yeah. when you, like, change the radio station to the other one, it's playing the same song that you're sick of, and you're like, God, like, who did this? Come on. <laughs> like, you guys don't talk at yeah. all. Like, yeah. you have nothing to tell you that someone else is already playing this. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it might, and a lot of it, the you way we, we think about it days. might just come down to 
how we grew up like yeah. we have seen a change in how music is produced consumed and distributed just like yeah more than anyone else it's the holy for shit the most part. We're old, so we're old uh segment of the podcast right <laughs> no <laughs> no it's cool it's cool how much we've seen it change. <laughs> Some people haven't seen it change like at all. Liv got so bummed out the other day because I was like, I asked her um, how long do like golden retrievers live for, just like out of curiosity, and she told me like probably till like ten. And I was like, how old is she? Like two, I think, two or three. I was like, wow. So like you'll be like thirty three. <laughs> she was like, shut up. <laughs> and that does sound crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> because I feel like saying. 35 to 45 doesn't sound as crazy, but like 25 to 35 to me does Yeah. because of the expectation of the things that are supposed to happen in that time mm -hmm. versus like 35 to 45. Things have happened. It's a, yeah, it's supposed to be the same. Or yeah, whatever. right, right. But which is changing a lot, but still, I, it's just like when you, when you hear that, <laughs> yeah. it sounds wild. It is weird. Super weird. Cool. Okay, next, next one. In regards to the musical artist landscape, popular popular DJs, as in like, you know, the David Guetta and the the people that are playing like the massive Diplo, the big shows, Diplo, yeah, um, Skrillex and whatnot. Um, popular DJs rank in what tier when you're considering their talent? You and you can make up how you what, the the type of tier system you whatever whatever you want. Whether you could just say ten is. Ten of the best, one of the worst, whatever. But in terms of all types of musical artists, in terms of talent, <laughs> same thing happened in the last segment. It's just the door. It's the other door. Oh, um, you're right. In terms of musical talent, given that they do make their own music and they produce and whatnot, but like they're DJs, where do they rank? Where do you put them? Uh. I don't know. I feel like it's way more difficult to just like, I don't know. It's like, a, so I'm trying to, what I'm trying to figure out, right? Is it's like, do you count people that are good at playing an instrument, but do not write music at all? Like can just play it, just play the music they're given. Like, are they above or below DJs? And yeah. I, I would think above. Yeah. Just because you're skipping out on a whole aspect of like, the translation of music to body, you know, like that kind of coordination yeah, and, yeah. and finesse and yeah. understanding of like actually how to bring music out, you know, yeah, through a physical means. Like you still have to have a really good ear to be a DJ and like a great understanding of like what is at your range and be innovative and all that kind of stuff to be successful. That part's super hard, but like I feel like dropping the entire skill of playing something, yeah, or singing, yeah, is like takes them. They, like I, I can't put them above anybody that does that, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's fully fair. Yeah. I think the whole culture of DJs is very odd. Yeah. I think now, um, because if you were to look at DJs who are actually using vinyls, like that's a whole other story. Right. Because there's like a very tangible skill in that. And then nowadays, I'm sure it's a small percentage, but there's a percentage of people that are playing in front of thousands of people that are pretending to turn knobs and do things <laughs> yeah. because the, the things that but music has been decided already and either they're, they're literally doing nothing or they're doing very little and 
you know, they capitalize on just switching the between. drops and whatever. Yeah, that's a skill in itself. But as far as Somewhat. like <laughs> musical, sure, I, reading a crowd, all that kind of stuff, it's a skill on its own. But it's not. I don't know. Like it's it doesn't not, go far. But they're they're definitely above. So it's like you got to think, right? Like even if you're not a good songwriter, but you have a good voice, you're probably putting them above. Your DJs are going to be right between like singers who can sing really well, but aren't good at writing music. And then like, they're going to be right above shitty rappers. Okay. That's like, that's like the least amount of skill. You can even yeah. be a really popular rapper and like, really, you have to have you're the, not a good lyric. The like, little, the smallest bit of rhythm is kind of what you yeah, need for that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you're not even like lyrically that good and you don't have to have voice talent. You have to have a voice that people can tolerate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Some kind of music style that yeah. they like. That's fair. I was trying to think because I, I personally put popular DJs as, I say popular because it's just like there's some certain people you think of. Yeah. And Diplo's not even like that good of an example anymore because he has evolved like a a ton. Yeah. In what he does, but it's more so thinking about those people that are pretending to do stuff. That's like more so what I'm thinking. Or some of the biggest ones who are going to the the big festivals and whatnot certainly they're not faking it but like they're kind of doing the bare minimum for yeah how much money like the return they're getting right. is like yeah. unreal and the fact that they are they are the entertainment is like crazy to me the amount of money someone might pay to watch someone not really do very much um, it's pretty wild. I think that puts them very low on talent. They know how to have a sh- do a show. They know how to. It's not even reading a crowd that much. It's more so just like knowing how to get people excited with the right energy. Yeah, some skill in that for sure. I I agree that of where you're putting though them above shitty rappers. Like yeah. I think. That's one of the only groups <laughs> that they yeah. kind of make it. A, They're kind of like do to like talk about sports. Like, because it's like your entire industry is, is basically built off of people making some kind of yeah, content yeah. that you're, you're doing, you're yeah, making using. a side career off. Yeah, yeah. And the really good sports talk guys or journalists like are admired because you're able to like pick out some common themes and like see things for what they are and, and like convey that to the public, which is kind of what DJs who don't make their own music do. Yeah. 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 Right. That's a perfect example, honestly, because yeah. then you think about that middle tier of sports analysts who are just who, like dude you suck who, and you're saying shit to get a rise out exactly of people, exactly and you're actually not that talented exactly you're just like inflammatory exactly that's really and it. there's like a definitely a translation in these like edm shows where yeah someone plays some crazy crazy light show crazy, crazy drop. drop you know how to get the people going yeah whatever it is or yeah. they're literally faking right doing you know doing everything yeah. but i think that's a perfect example of how to like conceptualize yeah like I'm not trying to say that all DJs are talentless or anything, yeah. but there's certainly, like, even within it, this high tier, yeah. and then there's big lists right. that fall real low. In like the, bad sports journalists, like you put, yeah, like, rotation yeah. D2 college players above them, <laughs> yeah, talent-wise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Look at you. I know, Look at that example. Guy, That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was thinking about recently, just in general, like, the cult, the DJ culture, the EDM culture, in that in that way, it's so odd to me. I I love, not like all, but I love a lot of dance music, especially like EDM stuff. But 
to, to think that I could pay, spend so much money. Yeah. But then then it goes into, which we won't even talk about, but just the whole experience is what you're going for. And right. You're not going for. I love his music. Yeah. He plays great music. <laughs> like, you are not going for that. So I would love to, like, see somebody explain that concept to, like, a violinist in like the 1400s <laughs> to be like, no, 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 they actually, they're not playing anything, actually. It's actually, most of it's not even their music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. That should be a sketch. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. A couple more for you. Um, we've talked about guilty pleasures a lot. Do you think, and in, in it, I thought it was interesting when, when we had Matt and Danny on here and Matt said, like, oh, I don't have one. Do you think that's actually true? Like, do you think it's possible that people can truly not have that any of the guilty pleasure? Are you just saying like he he does he has them, but he just doesn't define them as guilty pleasures, or like truly he doesn't have like um what he could be considered objectively subpar music that he just likes? I guess it would be. I don't know if because it's not. I don't know if it's fair to say like objectively subpar music. <laughs> yeah. Because while I I know exactly what you're saying, like it's hard to not subpar, hard to say but that. just like it's fine. Like it's all right. Yeah. You know, it's but nothing to write I think, home about. You know, that can it really exist that someone can not have any embarrassment or any kind of like social reaction to any of their catalog of music? The answer could be yes. I think kind of, but I I don't know. I, f- I think like even though there's stuff that like maybe Matt wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure, but like there's probably some like old school, like, you know, middle school songs that we just like enjoy that like we know aren't that great. Yeah. That he'd be like, oh, yeah, like I like like I just like this song, but he just doesn't think of it as like it being a bad song. Yeah. But then there's the like because I don't pick he's not a dude, who, which is a shitty dude is the dude that like doesn't like anything that's mainstream and will not acknowledge anything right. that's popular anyway. as like being credible at all. So there's that guy. So there's those people, but they're, they're kind of lying to themselves just to force the personality yeah. trait. Yeah. I think. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. That's like so, so surface level. Yeah. So I don't know. There's probably people don't, that don't think of them as guilty pleasures. Cause they're like, what do I have to feel guilty about for liking this? Like whatever. Just think it's good. Yeah. You know, it's so hard. It's like hard to imagine that, That there's no context where you could be playing a song and someone walks in or someone hears it or whatever. Yeah. And whatever the situation is, whoever it is, that you couldn't be like, I feel weird. Or like, you know, that that impacts how you felt about, like, I'm going to pause this. I'm going to whatever. <laughs> um, because I feel like I don't have many, but there there are some in there for sure. That I would feel the pressure, even just a little bit, for a certain person hearing me <laughs> listening to like a certain song. Yeah, you know, right. um, it's hard to imagine that someone just doesn't feel that at all because they're so just like free of that. I guess that like feeling, but I'm sure it exists. I'm sure it yeah. exists. I, I mean, for the most part, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like the worst examples of it are like. I don't know, like, uh, <laughs> you might have to cut this a bit, <laughs> but like, 
whenever like I have a, a specific, not even specific, but like a range of rap songs or artists, and like if the windows are down and there's a bunch of black dudes, I'm I might skip it. Just because I'm like, I don't want you to think this is what the rap is that I'm listening to. Yeah. Which is such an immature and ridiculous thought. Yeah. But it's like left over from my, my 11-year-old brain. And that and that's it right yeah. there. Is it maybe it's yeah. not a specific song or whatever, but it's like these like social yeah. situations or implications or whatever that can someone just be so free of that yeah. that it does nothing none of it matters i don't know like that one would be hard for me like yeah. I, I like i recently not that recent like within a few months maybe um i put that rich homie kwan song the um ooh, ooh remember that one you recognize it, you yeah. it um but that's like it was such a it was like a you know kind of super popular rap song that people kind of like went viral i guess yeah yeah and like that one i'd probably be pretty embarrassed to be getting caught listening to that yeah because it's like wow that's the kind of rap you yeah like you know yeah i would it it seems like we're very honest with ourselves about this yeah so which is a healthy place to be <laughs> um but i would it would be cool to meet more people who are like f- freer yeah than that I think like, I'm pretty close With stuff like that Yeah But definitely on Some music for Yeah there's just certain for things sure, There's yeah. certain things Where like It's just mm-hmm. not gonna Yeah Like I care If you were to, to For whatever circumstance <clears throat> Get to know What I'm listening to right now Yeah yeah I yeah. do have a preference yeah. As of which song I'd rather have yeah. on Yeah exactly Yeah yeah. Right. Which no, is I so just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Saying it out loud. I don't think it's that dumb. Like it's I, pretty dumb. I just think I think it makes sense because like we're in such a like nuanced society. Like there's just there's so many like intricate things. I know that so many of them are they affect so many things. It's just one of those things where it's like you think people are gonna like really give a shit about it. Right. Like, but ultimately, no, they don't. They don't care. Sure. Sure. That's and that's probably ninety nine percent of the situations. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Because yeah. even if it was me and like I walked up to somebody. And they were like, <laughs> either went to click away real fast or like listening to something. Honestly, if I walk up and you're listening to something and you, you're like, oh yeah, like I just, I like the song. That's way better than if I catch you trying to get away from it. <laughs> then I'd be like, wait, what? Why don't you, why don't you want me to know that you're listening to Five Seconds of Summer? I, <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured you like either in that situation or like driving in a car, windows down or whatever. And like, as you're passing people, you literally go, like talking to yourself, like they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Right. <laughs> like you need to t- you need to tell yourself. Yeah. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, it's so yeah. dumb, dude. It's such a like it's such a grade school. I think it's a bullshit. an extremely high percentage of all. Not, I don't want to say all people. Just say all. People like us generally like yeah, you know, regularly high functioning people in society. High, high percentage all have some kind of guilty pleasure mm-hmm. song, artist, or situation. Yeah. I think there's just a very small group right. that is able to, like, just basically just not care at all. I mean, everybody gets to it at some point, you know? Like, we're not going to give a fuck about anything when we're 50. <laughs> like, in that regard, yeah. you're not going to give a we'll shit. We'll see. Dude, come on. Just for the... The sheer fact of how many dudes are willing to walk around a locker room naked <laughs> at that age. That is, that, that is the standard. Oh, my God. We, we, Joe and I were in the sauna the other day, and this guy came in, was from the pool. Like, everybody's sitting there. He just gets in the sauna, 
says hello to everyone, like stretches a little bit, takes his like with a towel on, or yeah, with like he, a swimsuit he had or something. His, like swimsuit on, like kind of okay. like a, you know, like short like boxer brief yeah, yeah. type swim trunks. Takes him off, is completely naked, and hangs his bathing suit on the like rack next to the sauna to dry it. Kind of stands it. there for a little bit more, like moves around, and then just like walks out to shower. And Joe was like, I can't believe that just happened. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's like a gym locker room. That's what old guys do. So like, if you don't care about a full room of a sauna, <laughs> people directly seeing you. Looking your, right your, at your it, nuts, yeah. You're not going to care about what <laughs> is on your screen when you're listening. Randy with the analogies today. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we'll use that as the first clip. <laughs> Eat that shit. If you don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's another spot-on analogy, though. Yeah. I think you're not going right. to give a shit. Sure. All right. Um, <laughs> this was an interesting one, and it, it, we could probably talk about it for way too long, so more so just something to think about that I thought was interesting. Um, there's no such thing as bad music, only music in the wrong context. Which was interesting because what a lot of people consider bad music to be are like like hitting the wrong notes. Like like things that it just sounds technically yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah right? right. But then that's the basis of a lot of like horror movie music somewhat. Like Kinda, maybe yeah. not all the wrong notes, but they they're trying to make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking that it probably exists more than we think. Like there's probably a context for most almost all music where it makes it good like you know adding some for example like that tiny tim song in insidious like i would i think it's not a, just i think i would consider that bad music so that's subjective obviously but like what an amazing use like all of a sudden that song became good because to me because it was used in such a crazy context. I think that probably actually applies to so much more than we think it would. Yeah. Um, and then there's probably still just a small group that it's just like, nope, I don't see a situation where you could convince me in any context that this is used well. I think that might be like Friday by Rebecca Black is like, yeah. this is just bad and funny. Uh, yeah. Funny, like, because you're laughing to, at to it. Mock. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. But, like, <laughs> well, yeah. Could you, yeah, could you place that in a context that could make it so it was used well? I, I don't know. I feel like you, you can can't. only make it more funny. Like, if you used it in, in a movie, like a comedy or something like right. that, and you used it in yeah. some so, context. So maybe, so maybe you could still make it good. I guess in so, the but time. It's, it's ironic, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's why it's, it's, it's not because it doesn't bad. become good. Yeah, right. There's tomato, good tomato, use, there's good uses of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I guess maybe that's where you have to make the distinction. Yeah. is is just the use versus the the music itself. Right. But from the technical standpoint, I thought that was interesting. Of like, yeah, there's sometimes no bad music. something some just just poorly written, maybe not written, but just like poorly made, might actually turn out to be good in the right context. But like you said, it's it's being used for a certain thing, but changes your perspective of of like what it actually sounds like because you filled filled in the gaps of context if that makes sense yeah sure and it, it does also like i guess it would matter too like what is your intention with the song like if you're trying to make like a good country pop song 
and it just ended up being like a pop song. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Whoever, if you're critiquing it from that light, you'd be like, this isn't really a country pop song, mm-hmm. but it's not a bad pop song mm-hmm. if that's what you're going for. Yeah, that was part of some of the stuff I read too. Is just like intention and purpose, like that plays a part in the conversation too. Yeah, like that mixed in with context, like that's where a lot of people would argue there is no bad music because there probably isn't because it's all like you said it's all subjective so it's just like it's an art form yeah it's kind of like yeah the point of art right is there's no actual right answer yeah or right way to do it yeah so munch on that yeah <laughs> munch, munch, think, munch. think about that food for thought um and then the last one a, a great question okay i thought about this today are today's swifties taylor swift mega fans Going to be the new deadheads of the future. <laughs> no. Why not? No fucking way. Why dude. not? No Have one... you seen those fans? Sure. No, none of them, I doubt, are going to be like, there's no way. Dude. <laughs> it's all about breaking up. Like, it's just like, that's all of most of her songs, right? Are just like, I don't think anymore. Lessons learned from relationships. I don't, like, I think that's a lot of them. I don't, I think, I think. Things if we shouldn't be the right. major judgment because that's fine. I haven't we haven't listened, listened to a lot. all of her new stuff. That's totally fair. That's true. Do I think? Those, here's here's what they're all girls, right? For the most part, a lot of them. So definitely high majority. And I don't know if this is the case, but I'd imagine most of the people that are avid Grateful Dead fans that are traveling the country to see the Dead and Company are guys. Yeah, I feel like. That's I my just assumption. don't see like yeah. your everyday like I don't see like Jordan like going like I bought tickets to shows in Phoenix and Denver and New York and like I just don't for Taylor need Swift. that to go on yeah and like you're not gonna have like she doesn't have a band so it's like you're not gonna have different members step up and right a little bit different there for sure yeah but what we have to remember is like and this is what I was talking about today with somebody she basically grew up with. All of these girls who are so mega fans. Because she got huge at, I don't know, 16 or something like that. Yeah, 16 like or that. 18. Right. That captured probably ages as young as 10 and, you know, I'm sure I'm sure older. But, like, pe- these people grew up with her. And they're going to continue to grow up with her, assuming that she continues to make music. I think there's going to be a really, really culty group She'll of always people it, that I think will depend if she changes the way that she does concerts a little bit and doesn't make them as like exclusive. I think people would travel. I think people would travel and go to but eight of her concerts. But it's not okay because this we gotta think this is her in like twenty years. Sure, or something. but she, she's gonna be closer to like Garth Brooks or like. <laughs> You know, like those, okay. like the tour, like Beyonce, like the, the tours that just sell out immediately, but it's not, it's not the same. Like maybe it's the wrong analogy. Like you're talking about deadheads. Like you're talking about a whole line of like clothing and like this whole culture and like this lore of what happened to each band member and like, right. They it, do covers and they do, it's very deep. There's different shows it goes because very deep. they jam in different ways. Like, yeah, just, just how much there is to, to the, uh, Taylor Swift, Anathema <laughs> Like It's just There's not enough there For that to happen 
She's gonna be huge for forever and sell out concerts and like she's gonna be making three hundred million dollars a year for the rest of her fucking life probably. Yeah, and that's great, but she's not. It's not. It can never be. The I same. agree with you now, dude. But what are you no, talking about? I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I agree with you now, but I've seen how into the story everybody gets into like this is where the relationship part does come in. Like instead of it's different man, band members who did this and broke up or whatever like it might the story might be about these different guys that she was with and you know maybe another guy comes along in five years that changes the whole like i think there's room for a story we will never understand it but for a story or stories to develop big enough that people are like that like they've they've created a universe a Taylor Swift universe. I think that could happen. I think it's more likely she she completely falls off in ten years than that okay. happens. All right, we're saying it right now. Yeah, I'll take a strong <laughs> I'll take a strong stance on that. I think there's close to zero percent chance of anything like that ever happening. All right. Yeah, no way. Let's get some Swifties on the 20, pod. Like Twenty years from now, like if she's gonna, no way, dude, no way. Yeah, I uh, just something to think about, Randy. Unless she has some like crazy musical breakthrough where she just pulls in this whole new audience because of just like holy shit like look how she like if she puts out an album that like her fan base like doesn't really like at first like her version of Jesus, you know mm-hmm. and then everyone goes back and they're like whoa holy shit like you, you really took a chance and like yeah i respect you as like an artist i really don't see that <laughs> happening <laughs> all right i i generally yeah. agree but i don't think she's getting i don't like i don't think she's garnering new fans you know yeah, I don't know. I just I, don't. I'm not sure. I don't believe it. Because, like, her new album, whenever that came out, was supposed to be, or was really, really big, and I feel like has a, had the potential to gain new fans. I don't know for sure. But didn't she just, like, redo all the songs that the studio... That wasn't... I don't, I don't think that's what the new album was, but she did do that. Yeah. So she could make... So she could stop basically getting boned. Yeah, by, right. By More power media. to you. But yeah. that, that's, yeah. all, that's all the, the already Swifties... That are like Right Oh my god I love this album And now she like Did her whole new spin on it But then they're They're willing to go see shows Like that's what I think Is crazy Like the How devoted people are Already It's just what How does that Progress That's really the question Is how does that How does that Do you see the same thing Happening with Drake No It's the same argument No I I don't think it's the same Fan base Why not I've never heard any Anybody Be so obsessed with Drake in the way that people are obsessed with Taylor well, Swift because they're not because they're because gir- girls make a bigger Might deal. Be, yeah, but they're that, just louder about it. I don't. I've never heard a guy, you know, like with how in t- like just thinking about how the ticket situation. I'm I'm sure when Drake has shows, it's really hard to get tickets. But just like the intensity that like occurs when people are talking about going to the Taylor Swift shows. I don't know. It's just like, it's just, I've never heard that happen. Even just in any casual conversation about Drake or on social media or anything. I guess, man. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking, throwing it out I'm there. I'm not, I'm not saying, and... you know, I, I basically agree with you, but I'm not going to count it out. You're basically counting it out, but I'm not going to count it out. Full stop counting. It out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Consider, consider it counted out. Dude. Yeah. I, it sounds like it's counted out for you. So yeah. Yeah. All right. See, I sound like a hater, but it's not. No, it's not. I don't think so. Yeah. It to get to that point is probably once in a generation, if not less likely, 
Um, so to be a the dead like I mean, they, had a, they had a lead singer die, you right? Know? Like she can't if she dies, it's over. There's no sure. There's no more Taylor Swift tours after that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Don't open that gate. <laughs> I just don't. I can't. I really don't sure. see that ever happening. And even a slightly set, like, like, how could you ever get to that? Well, only time will tell, Randy. Yeah, dude, I don't know. <laughs> only time and Swifties will tell. Yeah, there's gonna be the next person. Yeah, they'll be they'll be Kelsey Ballerini or whatever. Someone's gonna. I don't know. I don't someone's know who gonna that take is. over. You don't know her? Mm-mm. She's pretty big. All right. <laughs> well, that was the last so of my questions. You know. <laughs> Thanks for uh, humoring me on. Uh, on those, those are good. On those questions, I can't yeah. believe you think that. I, I'm not opinion. telling you. I just think it's possible because things things just can change. I, I know. Think, so I can't believe you think it's possible. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. It's ridiculous that. That I think that is going to happen. That you think it's going to happen, I'm saying. Yeah. That you see it being a possibility. Yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. Just for the record, I really... I'm not a... Uh, not a Swifty whatsoever. I have no problem with Swifties or her music or her. Oh, okay. You know, I just don't think we have to be realistic. Yeah. I wouldn't say the same thing about Drake either. Like I just, yeah, yeah. but I think if you're going to, you know, if she's in that category, then I think he's got to be too. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about the ravenous, like this is like how just like the attitude in which those fans behave and just go nuts. Yeah. It's, it's the commitment. That's where I feel like I could see the like because that's that's the number one thing of the Deadheads is like the commitment to to the shows and the music like just to everything is like it's unmatched from what I've seen like it's just it's insane that people will fly across the country to go to these shows that they've seen before or it's seen before I mean it's, I understand that it's it's jamming and different yeah um, I've never seen until recently that commitment it's not the same but just that intense commitment of like i'm gonna do this for like i have to go to this i have to do this um so she's not there now but i'm just saying that craziness never could equal something never we'll get we're we're getting past it okay (laughs) but bring that up to everyone you know Okay. That that debate or that that I will see ask, what people say about. I really don't think it's, Joe Toro. <laughs> I really want to hear his opinion. That would be really like, funny. so bad. Yeah, see how he reacts. Yeah, Joe, if you're listening, yeah, what are you saying right now? All right, let's move on. Okay, I'm gonna hand you my phone. Play by play, it contains a long, li- a decently long list of band names. I don't remember the ones we used. Potential band the, names. The only one we used time. was Electron Degenerate. So don't use that. So these come from all sorts of different places. Um, Some of them better than others. I want you to pick. I want you to. Well, you you can decide here. Do you want to pick three? And then we choose from there. Or do you want to just pick one? And then we we send it for the one of like what you think would be your favorite or just a good one to to use for this. Let me see the list. Okay. If there's a if I can't decide. Like the three is the way to go. So Randy's going to help me choose either one, or we'll get down to one, but like the three options are just one and go for it. Then we have to decide, or I want you to tell me what kind of music you think they it's would so make. It's hilarious reading these because I know it's just like these ca- these terms came up in conversation. Sometimes <laughs> you're just like, ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, ooh. Um, I want you to tell me what type of music you think it is. 
because we're gonna need that. We're gonna need to go off of that. <laughs> what? Uh, I just saw one that I, it's it's it was my doing. Can I just? Oh yeah, yeah. Night. Yep. Um, and then I'm gonna put it into a random band name generator. What? Some of these are just so funny to think about the being band names. Like what? Like carrots and sticks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that one's not that good. <laughs> And then we're so we're gonna put in a random band name generator, which is gonna ask us some some questions. We're gonna fill in, and then we're also gonna ask GPT and see what see what bucket they of got. skin. Well, yeah, that's that's in the funny category. Those aren't those aren't counting. <laughs> How the fuck did cinnamon diplomat come up? That's a like a type of it's something in a dessert. I don't. Yeah, it was like in. It was in a description of a dessert, which it was. We're like. I'm like. I gotta write that down. Okay. I like Shanghai Delay. I'm a fan of <laughs> Manifest Generator, and I mean, if I was gonna pick one that like I really think like could be a band name. Yeah. <laughs> Not Tectonic Creep. <laughs> I think cookies and cash is probably up there too. Wow. But I wouldn't do I would do cash like cat like money cash. Okay. Cookies and cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, this is hard. Alright, let's start with that one. Let's start with cookies and cash. Okay, so then what kind just of, rolls off the tongue. What kind of music do you think that would be? Cookies and cash? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> I do think you picked up one that's hard to pinpoint what kind of music it is. Yeah, because I could see that one being like a, like a kind of alternative band that's like a tour cinema club type feel, or like, a, like the um, maybe like Lewis the Child type music. I could see this definitely being electronic. Yeah, it's like either two people or. Like it's got that feel. It's got that name, Cookies and Cash. Yeah. yeah, right. Do we run with that? Run with it. Okay. Yeah. Just to see also what, what random band name generator could come up with for that. What do you put in, though? Just don't you have to put yeah, in categories? We'll, we'll go through it here. Okay. Do you want to do random band name generator or chat GPT first? I'm curious about chat GPT. Let's okay. try that one. Okay. So I tested it out. I said, hello. And it said, hello. How can I assist? I said, can you give me a list of five good band names for a rock group? And it came up with Electric Vortex, Blackout Brigade, Sonic Storm, Thunderbolt Titans, and Rebel Riot. Those are pretty generic. Very generic, for sure. I didn't really give any, you know, I didn't give it. I just said a rock group. So, like. How about try this? Give me. But now, we, now we're now we going to add extra information. Well, we're not not based off of this. this you know, we're kind of restarting. Yeah. But we want to give more information here. Well, let's try Let's try what we consider cookies and cash to be. Yeah, so exactly. Go in the electronic exactly. route. Yeah. So, can you. How many? Give me a. Three. Give me three band names of a musical artist. I don't know, like what of the genre. I don't know how to phrase it. That's like, cause you you could put it and just be like the, a sound similar to Lewis the Child. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is good. All right, we're back. <laughs> we, we got ChatGPT to load a little bit. All right, so I asked 
ChatGPT, can you give me three new and creative band names for a musical artist in the electronic dance music genre? So the only other thing we could have done is if we want to be very specific about the genre that may have confused it. I feel like this one's not that impressive. But here's what I came up with. Neon Nightscape, Cybertronic Dreams, and Electric Oasis. Neon Nightscape is the best one. Okay. I think. All right. Neon Nightscape. But I'll take cookies and cash over any. <laughs> nice. Let's yeah. go. <clears throat> I think so, right? Humans. Humans. Yeah. Humans. Humans beat the machines on that one. All right. And then let's go through random band name generator for our third super quick. All right. Tell us a bit about your brand. Two adjectives to describe it. Dance. Groovy. Groovy. I'm in. The lead member's first name. Reggie. I was thinking in our name. No way. <laughs> okay, Reggie. I was going to go more exotic. <laughs> Reggie works. Place that has special significance to your band. The park. <laughs> <laughs> the park? <laughs> the rainforest. I'm in. <laughs> A singular noun. Pickle. Good, quick answer. <laughs> That'll be something. A plural noun. You you go ahead this time. Yeah, we'll go we'll go simple. Um, it's on a noun. We'll just go cars. Cars. Yeah, nothing crazy. A verb ending in ing. Dragging. <laughs> okay. Day, month, or season. You gotta go summer, cause we're. It's just that that's when EDM becomes a big biggest. Okay. Plural animal. I don't know why it's asking us that. Cheetahs. Cheetahs. I don't think this is going to be very good. <laughs> it's a little all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> a group of people. Careful. <laughs> Gypsies. Wow. That could really actually work out. We'll see. It feels like that could really work out. All right. A color. Let's go with something kind of fun. Like a. Maybe a type of green. Or maybe neon green. I'll say cyan. But yeah. Neon green. I want to put neon in there. Okay. Kind of because we got neon nightscapes, right? Yeah. A uh, number greater than one. Five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the body. Tongue. Tongue? I was going to say mouth. <laughs> mouth. All right. Write me some band names, baby. <laughs> That's a lot of. That's influence. a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> okay, the number one <laughs> the number one is pickle but with a period between each letter. <laughs> nice. I like that one. <laughs> like not creative at all. Oh, wow. But kind of fun. I mean it's it's in to have kind of weird characters in your your electronic and your like DJ name. Yeah. So Alright, we got <laughs> pickles. That's so funny. We got Reggie Talent, Reggie Wonder, The Rainforest Revival. That's pretty good. Groovy Pickle. <laughs> Reggie Eats the Pickle. <laughs> groovy Division. That's cool. It really wants Reggie. Reggie and Sons. Reggie's Groovy Pickle. <laughs> Cars 5. <laughs> the movie? <laughs> Dance Cheetahs of the Rainforest. Wow. The Rainforest Panic. Cars for the Gypsies. The the Groovy Service. Oh, here's... All right, we got... 
Ooh, three in a row here. <laughs> Four in a row. The t- <laughs> These are so stupid. <laughs> the Dance Heroes of the Rainforest. Too much. This one's called Five Dust. <laughs> <laughs> dust? Yeah. When did we even say anything? <laughs> I don't know. And so that would just be a number, Dust. Five Dust? And we could have said a thousand Dust. <laughs> Six million dust. <laughs> Purely neon green. And this is a good one. They might be groovy cheetahs. Wow. <laughs> they might be. Too long. They don't get the not the length part. The couple of rainforest ones were alright. Yeah, I agree. Um I don't know where this is coming from, but bathtub dragging. <laughs> we did not say bathtub. Like yeah. Alright, puddle of pickle. That's another weird one. All right, let me see if there's any good ones. Puddle of pickle. The rainforest state of mind. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. No. Okay. What's our? I think pickle was the pickle's, best pickle's, one. Pickle's probably the first pick. I think it's the best What's one. What's the other rainforest one we liked? Um, the rainforest revival. That's and right. The rainforest panic. The rainforest mm-hmm. panic's kind of cool. The or just rainforest panic. Rainforest panic, probably. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. As far as like legitimate name, you know, pickle is probably like I don't know how many people are actually gonna pick that. Would you I'm rather still be if you were a DJ? Would you rather be pickle like that, or would you rather be Rainforest Panic? God, there's some value to pickle. There's some. <laughs> I can You're, see you pulling that off. We're not gonna decide at all. Yeah, right. Then you can do some kind of like costume. You know, <laughs> you can do a pickle Rick thing. You can. Yeah. I mean, you can do you can do something with that. Some logos. So we're now we've got so we've got four. Four to stack up against each other, um, and we're gonna let the people. We're gonna let the people decide, because that that ended up better than I thought. I mm-hmm. think maybe just the randomness of of some of the picks worked out. Yeah, and then ChatGPT was like, "Cars five, okay, cars <laughs> five. That's my favorite one. That's a really good one, <laughs> man." In the uh, the pickle thing really I wanted more about gypsies. Yeah, you only give us one gypsy thing. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put those up. See what uh see what people think. What about pickled gypsies? Pickled or just pickle? Pickled. I don't know. Maybe you take the D off pickled gypsies. You don't like pickled gypsies? No. <laughs> what about rainforest gypsies? I was thinking maybe you combine that, but it's a lot of syllables. Cheetah gypsy. <laughs> gypsy cheetah. You sound crazy right now. <laughs> just saying these random things. You're just saying words right now. Cheetah pickle. <laughs> gypsy gypsy rainforest. Rainforest cheetah pickle. Dust. <laughs> bathtub. Dragging. Rainforest cheetah pickle cars. <laughs> dust. Dragging bathtub. Five. Five. <laughs> uh, and that's our podcast. <laughs> All right. There's your intro. So I I really enjoyed. I, that's always a good time. Yeah, that's always a good time. Um, <laughs> I'm so that actually I'm very surprised that's the band you picked. So, I don't know I don't know why or like the name you picked, um, but Cookies and Cash. Yeah, Cookies and Cash. But I don't know. It's just it, it's something about it. So I'm saying it. it sounds it's fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we'll let the people decide, and then we'll come back and we'll say which one we thought. I don't want any bias. You know, I want this to be a clean, clean vote. That's fine. So. Good stuff. Did anyone vote on the top five? Uh, last thing we did, the draft. No, I didn't put it up. Okay, we could though. Just curious, because we like we we said like how can you 
go against it's each other. It's not really a competition. Yeah. How could you really go against each other? Right. I just am curious, like... Who's, uh, who's top yeah. five? Yeah, yeah, which, actually, we got a couple of answers. I think Joe Joe did. Me, yeah. um, I think Parker replied, maybe on Instagram. Um, I feel like Dave would have a pretty good five. Yeah, just... Uh, you, that's another that's one. That's a fun one it's to a, ask anybody, It's a great one to ask, yeah. You just have to make sure you get across that you aren't, like, pigeonholing, pigeonholing yourself... Because there there are a million good ones, yeah. And you just just pick five of your. What do you like the most? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> so, last thing, because of course, we've went so long on both of those. The topics. other stuff, yeah. Not even that one, but the first one especially. The last thing, I want to do here is go through a band called the Arcs. So the Arcs. Oh, I remember you talking about this a little bit. Yeah, you're going to be familiar with because or somewhat because they let's get the volume right here um they do put a fire in your pocket which we played in year one i think of the podcast um they were my it was my number one song on my spotify rap that year um so we talked about them a little bit this is just to give you, you know, the context again So they came out with this song in 2015, and they didn't really release that much stuff since. Mm. Kind of a, yeah, basically nothing. Basically, they released all their stuff in 2015, and including a couple of albums, actually. Maybe they were sitting on them or something. And then a couple of singles. So... I think a big reason for that, and this is an assumption, but is the lead singer and one of the main guys in the band is one of the two members of the Black Keys. Oh, okay. And the Black Keys have not split up by any means. They have been going full steam ahead. Yeah, like for forever. Like kind of almost an album a year. Like they're just... Wow. Yeah, they're really... Which I, I commend them just like they're jumping around genres a little bit and they're doing a great job doing that. Yeah. So... It's Dan Auerbach, if anybody knows people. He's the, the shorter one, not in the glasses, if, if you've seen what the Blackies look like. So they finally have released a full album, or at least for the first time in literally eight years. So, And I've been listening to their old stuff since I found them a couple years ago. Um, and I'll just play one more song from their old stuff to give you just a little bit more. But... You're, you know, familiar enough with the Black Keys for sure to, to be able to tell, like, the Black Keys are more bluesy rock, like, or, you know, it's it's modern rock, but it's with, like, clearly a, a blues type of influence, at least in a lot of their music, versus some of this has a lot more of a soul type of influence, which you'll really get in the, uh, oh God, in the new album this is still like the old one but this is cool i like kind of how like all over the place it is you know yeah it kind of sounds like just some guys jamming in a way and then they throw in some weird stuff yeah Whoa. yeah like someone happened to find a slide whistle or whatever yeah. like yeah, and right. they just they're like yeah throw it in this is velvet ditch 
was so, good. I like that one. Yeah, a lot. so I've been listen jamming with them. And if you especially if you like them, I would recommend going through that album because they actually have like a pretty pretty good range of sounds. Like some of it's slower, lower energy, some of it's higher. So but what he, we're here to talk about is their album called Electro Electrophonic Chronic. That was what it's called. It's got the cool album art. Um, and I think they were like just super proud of, at least from what I picked up on like Instagram and stuff, super proud of finally getting another big, you know, big release, big album out. And I think it's really, really good. It doesn't have many misses, in my opinion, which nice. is which is usually rare for me to think. How many tracks? It has 12 songs, but one, I think, Two of them are interludes, like sort of. They're not really songs, like you're not, not a song you listen to. It's just if you're listening through the album, kind of fits in a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I just want to play a couple here. The first one I'm gonna hit you with is, I think has just an unreal chorus. I'm gonna skip into it a little bit. Oh, really? No, I'm not gonna skip into it. We <laughs> hear it built. Sure. It takes a little bit to get to the course. That's the number one thing. We'll definitely want to hit. But power of editing, brother. <laughs> I remember. I took my first steps right over there, mid September. Smell of burning leaves in the air. We were struggling. Trouble was in reach. Not one of us had one minute of sleep. Not the course. Life was heavy. Nice misdirected. I just can't explain. That's an example of a song that like that can give me goosebumps with just with how like yeah like layered it becomes like you just hear like that bass and then the like intensity of the the singing and stuff i'm a little surprised that you like that one is just because there, there's not a ton of like instrumental stuff going on you know like it's really just like mostly the structure of the song and the vocals yeah yeah right <clears throat> and I, I usually like from listening to you evaluate music on the first year, you need like something pretty substantial to pull you in. Sure. Um, like surprise you made it to the chorus of that song, you know, with how slow the buildup is. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I would say I like the, 
the verses an average amount. Yeah. But just knowing like that the chorus That's are coming, coming yeah, and then right. it, there's the one verse and then the chorus two more times that it's like that really drives it. Yeah, sure. And, sure. and it, you can, if you really listen, like it's, there's a lot to that chorus from going from pretty simple to like yeah. heavy. Um, yeah, I was expecting like some guitar to come in or something, but that was cool. Sure, I like sure. that. Yeah, yeah. And I know what you mean of like, of like, n- yeah, surprise I got to that point or ne- like that is the thing that needed to, to grab me yeah. that much. Um, that was good. And okay, so that one's called River. I'm going to do just two more here for you. Um, here's one that's got some sick drums. It's a little bit different of energy on this one. Finnegan, who we learned Christmas music from and then followed ever since, he went to a live, like, vinyl spinning, I mean, it was, it was like DJing, but not like hardcore, but just, just, yeah, yeah. just playing music with both the guys from the Black Keys, like, he guest, guest played That's with them. Sick, yeah, it's like, this reminds me of, like, it does have that type of feel. Yeah. Never come back, never come back. Go for a stroll in the park. Keep my mind in the dark. It's it's very like you don't. This is pretty unique too, which is cool. Yeah. It's not really like that much anything. And that's kind of a theme throughout some of the songs I'm not going to play this isn't one of my favorites or anything but this is like just kind of an interesting one like they have some of these kind of just interesting takes on some of these songs like yeah. you're saying makes them kind of unique This is one of my other favorites. That was almost like lo-fi. Yeah, it's just it's a just a different take on it. There's a there's a couple of them like that. And that's why I get the soul influence. It's just like calmer and like I don't even know if I have the right way to describe it, but just like I I feel like I just feel it more yeah. than than the average song. This is Parker said this was his favorite song of theirs. They have a lot of themes of love and relationship and stuff like that. That's something that also reminded me of the soul influence, because that's what you hear a lot of the time. Some fools taking you
So that's, Damn, dude, I might have to listen to this whole album. Yeah, I really it, like it. It's really strong and like, like, just like I was saying, it just I feel like it makes you feel the way that Soul does yeah. more than like a Black Keys song usually does, or like yeah. more than that like modern rock feel. It's like less traditional, I guess. Yeah, it does feel less traditional. Yeah. Um, and then just the production on it is is wild. Just yeah, like really it's good. it's so layered and stuff. So, um, and what I. And why I said what I said earlier with Parker asking me about it, and I was just like, I feel like that's a sign just to talk about it because I've been wanting to. It was you know, I feel like you know songs or an artist are good when you play them as background music, and it like perks someone's ears up. Yeah, like I'm sure that's happened to you a lot. That's happened to me a lot in like a restaurant or in a you know a room where you're just like, well, like you know, or maybe you're not part of a conversation and then you focus in on it. Yeah. So. And that's what happened here. So I was just like, I, I feel like we gotta, I gotta throw them on. I put them on the, you know, a story at one point, but like, I wanted to make sure to go through, go through them a little bit deeper. That was great. Because they're really, it's just like, great music to throw on. Yeah. In general, I think. So wanted to make sure to to hit them. That was a good, that was a good pick. I think they're on their way up, especially, like kind of they're back with the big album, and I think. It's gonna. I think they'll probably. I hopefully they make more music. Crazy thing is, Black Keys. They're still together. They're putting another album out this year. Like mm. the dude's just going crazy just with have, all the, yeah, all of this. Have songs. all this music to get out. Yeah, of it's yeah, wild. Yeah. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. When people are that prolific. It's so cool. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's the arcs. That was good. Yeah. That was really good. Oh, you know what's funny? I uh, I meant to bring this up earlier. Um, I sent Cole a song the other day. And we used to share music like all the time. Yeah. Um, so I sent him one, and I hadn't heard back from him in like, a couple of days. And then he sent me two songs. Um, and the one I listened to, and I really liked it, was a Masigo one um, called "What You Want to Try." And if you heard that one yet, mm, I don't know. It's good. It yeah, throw it on. It, it's a uh, it's a my like songs. Um, okay. But it's it's uh, a cover of that one the one band that makes you, you'll hear like the melody of it you'll know it. Um, you adding songs, yeah. <laughs> um, but well, it was nice. I didn't even have to search them. Yeah, yeah, they're right there. Playing. But Cole sent me this along with one other song, um, and I was like, oh, I really like this one. And Kevin sent me a song the other night, or we were texting. Which Kevin? Lindsay. And uh, I sent him this, and he was like, he was fuck. He was like, that was literally gonna be one of my next submissions for the pipe. No way. Match, yeah. He was gonna save it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever that original song is. This is a good one. Though. Something. It's like Tom's Diner, isn't it? Yeah. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, I haven't heard this. Crunchy baselines. Crunchy baseline. <laughs> His voice is so like It's like water Like it's just so effortless on yeah, it Right There's no show. strain Yeah yeah It's yeah. so good Do you think that's something you develop Or something that you already have? 
Maybe probably a mix of both. It's probably a mix of both. Yeah. I mean, his tone is probably talent, but it's like to be that smooth on all those gradients, and he changes pitch really a lot. Quick, yeah, too, really and fast. Not feel like a jump at all. I feel like that's you practicing your vocal progression. You know, you're just doing it. Yeah. yeah I think people don't. That's probably like very very misunderstood about singers that it's like you could just be like a raw talented singer yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you really want to be top of the top but you actually have to put the work in and like train your voice right. like an instrument you, you know? know it's a, a, a way to think about it which is funny it sounds stupid but like think about the the way that rock band did the singing like the scoring yeah and sometimes like you know you're hitting your note and then you have to be up here really fast yeah. and on easy like it wasn't that hard but right. That and just make it a thousand, you know, a thousand times harder. And it's like you can physically see the jump, the jump that might have you to happen, make, or how, how quick fast you have it to might descend. Happen. Yeah, and it has right. to be just dead. It has to be right, right, just below it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like a stupid way to think about it, but like but that's that's absolutely right. Yeah, that, that gives you like a little bit of a semblance. Of and what the, the more skill that you is. do that, yeah, right. Of course, that's gonna become easier to do. Yeah. Yeah, but sorry, Kevin. That is so funny. One. I know, isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, it's a good, uh, good little reference there. Also, shout out Randy for for um, volunteering himself to go to to Jungle. <laughs> yeah. Later this year. I'm excited for that. Yeah, they're gonna have a new album out in August, so they'll probably play a mix of that. And like, what did you say the venue stuff. was again? Franklin Music Hall. Okay. Which I didn't know where it was. It's literally one block away from Yards. So we'll just drive right. In. Oh, we'll okay. Park at Jordan's. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that parking lot. We'll walk right. It'll be so easy. Sick. Nice. That'll um, be fun. So yeah, that's gonna be sick. I'm so excited for that. Dope, dude. Dope. All right. Good stuff. That was a fun one. Yeah. All right. Well. Keep it light. Keep it fun. Keep it loose. Keep it casual. Yeah. I like those debate ones. I, it kind of like, it it felt nice just like coming up with prompts. Yeah. Like that'll be fun. Like I'll try to maybe think of some in the yeah. future yeah it's just like if you have a thought that like you want to explore you will save it or talk about it with someone but then think about it recycle it yeah and we can edit here this is the best this is the best place to do it <laughs> hell yeah all right all right well well all you swifties out there <laughs> mark my fucking words <laughs> <laughs> really aggressive. He just <laughs> winked at me when he said that. I, I'm stunned that you, you have that opinion. That's crazy. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Goodbye. Tomato. <laughs>